Have you enjoyed listening to travel and shit? Well, then consider becoming a subscriber. Beginning December 1st, you can support the work I've been doing to get you an episode each week and get exclusive access to all episodes one week early. Beginning December 1st, exclusive early access will be given to subscribers. I'd love to give you first listen. Consider supporting the show and becoming a subscriber. For more info, go to travelandshitpodcast.com slash subscribe. I made it around the world And came back with stories to tell Different places to call home Now I'm never on my own Dietations to my people hitting foreign nations Food, travel and shit Moving to live Life in the sky Stories to give The ones who make it there and can make it back Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects regular life. And welcome back to another late episode. I just didn't have it. I didn't know what the hell to talk about. So I figured real life would apply. Um, my parents, God bless them, will be going on a trip soon. And of course, the geriatrics ask me, the young person, to do the work. Yeah, I guess it's payback for the years that they did the work, right? And here we are. So we have my mom, if you're watching on the YouTubes. That's my mom. Hi, mom. Hi. They're going to say, you, you, you can talk. <laughs> so I figured it would be, well, for one, it's easier for me to share my screen with my mom as I am helping them book this trip. This way, if there are any questions that she has, or if I'm trying to explain what it is I am doing throughout the process, she can see it. And so it'll make more sense. And I also realized, so for one, let me start with, I don't book trips for people. I don't. Um, It's a lot of work. I don't want to do that work for you. And I am in the um, what's the best way to put this? Not to sound, hmm, I'm gonna choose my words carefully here. I remember what it was like before I started traveling because I didn't start to travel until I was 30. So I'm still relatively new in the game. I'll be 37 in a couple of weeks. And so it's only been seven years worth of experience, right? But it's not rocket science but I realize what it feels like to not know something is easy to do because you've never had to do it before. And it's not that booking travel is difficult, it's just tedious. So it kind of depends on, I guess, what your skill set is, what your um, tolerance for information is, your capacity to make decisions. There are a lot of different personality traits that will lend themselves to making this a more difficult or a more easeful experience. So in uh, an attempt to give you guys an actual grasp on how I book my trips, I figured I'd bring y'all with me. I'm gonna be sharing my screen so that you guys, so this is actually an episode that is, it'll make sense as you're listening to it as best as possible, but this is definitely something if you are looking to book a trip or if you are um, looking for direction, more help, or just, want to know if you use the same apps that I use, watch it on YouTube. There'll be a link in the description box if you're listening to this wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, 
if not just search decarry or traveling shit on YouTube and I should pop up relatively easily. Um, so to begin with, I generally book my trips based on when I'm available to go and how much I have to spend. That being said, everybody's, um, I guess you can say the basket you choose from in terms of what your process is going to be is your own. I don't have a job where I can say Paris is cheapest, the third, let my neighbors get by. Okay. Thank you, young man or old man, because it's generally just niggas that do that. I hate those cars. Like, I don't know why you want your car to make that much noise, but it's not my business to figure out. It's just annoying. Anyway, I don't have a job where I can say Paris is cheapest the second week of February. So I'm going to choose to go to a destination based on that. I pretty much just request time and it's either approved or denied. So I try to just, I will try to request time during, you know, weeks when a trip might be, for example, I tried to take off the week for carnival. It's, I want to say the last week of August, or is it the last week of July in Toronto, the last week of July into the first week of August, I believe. And I requested it and it was denied. So thankfully I didn't book my trip for, I didn't book a flight or anything and just hope to get the time off. I don't have that kind of job, but my parents are retired, so they have the flexibility to say, while we may have um, a couple of days here and there where we have to be here, or it's easier or more difficult for us to travel, for the most part, they can say, I want to go here. What are the best days in a window for us to go? So shout out to my parents. They're celebrating their wedding anniversary, end of August, and so we are looking to book a trip for them at that time. I don't, I don't pay their bills. They pay their own, so I need a budget. Ma, what's your budget? $3,000. Oh, <laughs> y'all got money. I hope y'all putting aside oh, some money for the rainy days and y'all getting old shit. Come on. But that's a great freaking budget. I ain't never spent that much money on a trip Actually, in all of my you, years. Could you knock off one and make it two twenty-five? Of course we can. So yeah. we're, we're flexible. I would have always, I'm always going to go for the least expensive option. Right. This way you can do more while you're there. You know what I mean? You feel free to um, buy, I don't know, t-shirts for your kids or, <laughs> you know, the dog, no, I'm just whatever your heart old, desires. Old, right. Old people traveling, we need emergency funds. So, yeah. Right. So this is the window that we have to spend. I generally go with what I have to spend and then choose some place that I have never been based on um, what I can afford. Flights is wild right now, period. Mm -hmm. Like the flights are crazy. So I'm going to share my screen with you. Um, and I generally go to Skyscanner to move this out the way. I go to Skyscanner so that I can uh, see what all options I have mm -hmm. for a certain time of year within my budget. So I do not like flying out of anywhere but JFK. So I'm going to put in JFK. Mm -hmm. I usually use 
this on my phone so bear with me why i hate these little things that they make it so difficult to get rid of let me make us smaller okay we're gonna do two adults we are currently on skyscanner website round mm -hmm. trip can't decide where i always go everywhere or explore if you're on Google flights, just so that you can get a, a baseline for where all you can possibly go. Okay. All the places we could go. Whose who's, uh, quote was that? That was somebody, one of them kid books series. Do you know what that was, Ma? I'm not, oh, reading rainbow sounds like travel. Sounds like something. All yeah. the places we can go. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to start singing. That, no, that's butterfly in the sky. Right. I can go twice as high. 23rd. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. It's actually a skill set I have, if you guys didn't know. I remember jingles. Jingles, commercials, theme songs. That's my bag. I do not remember the words to songs, though, oddly enough. But uh, jingles and theme songs, commercials. Randomly, I'll remember the, the song. But I don't even know what you would consider the song for a commercial. Let's, when did you say you were going to come back? 823 to 821? Something like that? The 28th or 29th, maybe? Uh, you know what? Let's try this. Um, whole month. We're going to just look August. Let's start there and give it a shot. Search flights. Bomb. Round trip. Okay. Now, generally, I do this when I don't have an idea of where I want to go. When I just say, all right, well, I have $500 for a flight. Let's see where $500 will take me. I'll go to Skyscanner and then scroll through the list and see where all there are flights going someplace that are in my budget. As of now, from JFK to wherever in the world, in August of this year for two travelers, it's showing... Let's start with Panama from 242, Turks and Caicos, 277, Latvia, 279, Bahamas, 281, Poland, 286, Norway, 289, Hungary, 303, et cetera, et cetera. So, Ma, did you guys have any particular countries that you had on um, higher up on your wish list, places that you would be interested in going? Um, it was Aruba, then um, Panama, Cuba. Uh, was looking, what about Cabo? I don't know. Where's Cabo? Mexico. Oh, no, no, Mexico. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. My geography. Okay. What else you have? Uh, I mean, there are, I'm, um, or I scroll down a bit. I am looking at Albania, 357, Jamaica, 361, Croatia, 365. So, these actually look better than I thought they did. Oh, is he still Cuba. two travels? Cuba. All right, so yeah, Cuba's not on this yeah, list of cheap, not on the cheap flights. We oh. already okay, so okay, not terrible. 444 for Cuba. Okay. Oh, that was what I okay, I forgot to say that. So I had looked up Cuba for you guys earlier this morning, but there's there it's not there weren't any non-stops. Okay. No, no, no. This is no. all one stop. And I feel like there's no reason for you to take 16 hours to get to Cuba. That's just stupid. No. Unless, right. of course, you had a layover someplace where it would be interesting for you to see. Also, that's another tip. 
I personally have been able to see a lot of different places in a short amount of time by compounding my trips. I guess you could say stacking them. So if I were going, for example, my trip to Thailand on the way there, I went to uh, Qatar because there was going to be a layover going to Thailand anyway. So why not make it a nice extended layover? I extended my layover in Qatar for about two, three days. And then I went the end trip, the end leg of my trip to Thailand. So if you are going to do a layover, your best bet is to do a large one. No, I lose your father in like Costco. Never mind. I might lose him on corner. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> I would like you both to come home. Yes. Still married and healthy and <laughs> in one piece. So Panama was the one that was relatively inexpensive. Yeah, Panama looked good from this morning. Now the catch with this, let's look at now. Thankfully, you can see what I'm looking at now. This yeah. will make more sense. So we're looking at flights to from JFK to Havana, the whole month of August. When you mm -hmm. scroll down here, you guys were looking to go towards the end of the month. So your departure date was around this day, the 23rd. On uh -huh. that day, it's 341. This is uh -huh. why I generally ask you if your dates are flexible. Right. So if, if you look here on the 25th, it shows 278. Now, mm -hmm. it's not that the whole trip is going to necessarily be 278, but that's one leg of your trip. Or right. if you start, so let's click here. Let's start on the 25th. And then if you see the return box, the date here on the 29th, like choosing one of these days, first of all, these are blocked out, right? So right. you cannot fly those days. Apparently they don't have flights. Those aren't really an option for you. So okay. your decision is somewhat being made. The 29th is a really kind of quick turnaround here is yeah. the best cost here. So this is one way, 278, 277. And per adult, it's showing 555. Okay. So that's going to be what, uh, like 11, mm -hmm. 10 or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. You can also play around with the dates if you wanted to spend more time there and say, all right, I don't mind spending a couple extra dollars. You move your date up. So you fly out on the 23rd. If you still want to come back the 29th, this is what your price goes up to. It's 457 now on the mm -hmm. 29th. And your price per adult down here is oh. $7.98 per person. Okay. All right. Let's go to Panama. Copy. So we are going to go back. Let me also show you Google Flights. So that's Skyscanner. That's one way to okay. look up. But I personally prefer the mobile option for Skyscanner. For me, the user interface just makes so much more sense. It's a lot okay. easier to digest. Mm -hmm. um, but Google Flights is pretty, um, pretty decent. I go to Explore. Now, what I like about Explore with Google Flights is that it'll give you that grid the same way I just showed you with uh, Skyscanner so that you can see the cost of the different days to fly mm -hmm. in and out. So right. we'll go back to JFK. Increase this to two adults. Mm -hmm. I am going to leave this explore, right? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, that was cute. I like that. I didn't know that was an option. Okay. So Google now has um, yep. driving options. Oh. Um, 
that was interesting because I'm looking to take Banksy someplace. All right, so mental noting that, putting a pin in there. Um, we'll leave that blank. One week trip. Let's just put in August. Actually, no, this is, this is what I wanted to do. Boom, I, I kind of fucked up. Go to flights because I like seeing the grid. I want to know how much it costs to go each different day so that I can choose which day economically is going to make the most sense for me. Mm-hmm. That being said, you have to actually have a destination or else they can't give you prices. Right. And that makes sense, right? So if you go to, if you're using Google flights and you want the price grid so that you can see how much each different day is going to be, you're going to go to flights, not explore. Okay. That's where I thought them. So we're going to go for JFK. Right. And you said we want to, oh, Panama, here it is. Panama, two adults. And you see how it gives you numbers now? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you don't even have to choose a date yet, but we're going to scroll to August. Oh, it's doing the long way. Here we go. August, here we go. Mm -hmm. So... Early end of August, let's say we start at the 23rd. So we're looking at 887, 859, 801. Okay, so let's start here, the 26th, just because that's the least expensive day. It's showing Friday, August 26th, um, 801. As well, oh, 863, that just went up. And well, if we do Friday to Wednesday, it's a little bit short. Let me see if we can. This includes September. If you wanted to come back the Thursday, it's looking at 740. Okay, that's so expensive. How come I thought it would be more than expensive? You thought it would be less expensive? Inexpensive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Less than um, Cuba. Well, Cuba seems cheaper. Now, so this is a piece. Now, okay. so we're, pu- we're going to pause. Okay. Good thing you brought that up. So you mentioned that so far it looked like Cuba was cheaper. But when you're looking at those prices, consider what that includes, right? For one, so far, um, Cuba didn't have a direct flight. You were going to have to deal with a layover. Okay. Um, Another thing that I always put um, at top of mind in consideration when I'm booking the flights is I'm not the biggest fan of third-party apps. Yeah, especially in the climate of travel that we are in now, where there are so many flight cancellations, Mm -hmm. third party apps are kind of like that second uh, third person invites to a party kind of thing. Right. So you get to the door and they're like, who are you? And you're like, oh, well, Keith told me about the party. We don't know, Keith. We don't got no more space. You can't come in. So that's how I feel about third party apps where. If I'm going to fly Delta, I'd personally rather fly book and book with Delta. If I'm going to fly JetBlue, I would personally rather book with JetBlue. This way, if they cancel their flights, they know I'm flying with them. They know that like I booked, I made my reservations with them. They can't say, oh, well, we're oversold or they, I I booked right right with you. Y'all knew what you had and you made it available. 
Exactly. That being said, that doesn't mean that you're you can't possibly have issues. It's just I've heard too many horror stories of other people not being able to get a customer service agent or a rep on the phone to navigate changes, adjustments. If there's a cancellation, JetBlue or Delta may not be able to service you as quickly or as easily as they could if you had purchased your flight with them and getting your refunds, getting exchanges and all that other kind of jet. I don't want to deal with that. So I would prefer not to book with third parties that I have never booked before with. I have booked flights through Expedia. So I feel better about booking through Expedia if they had the cheaper uh, flight price. Um, I think I have used Hopper one time and that was maybe five years ago. So I, I can't really speak to what their current status and customer service uh, process is like. So that's another thing to keep in mind when you're looking at the prices of uh, flights, even for your accommodations, it's the same thing. Um, If somebody, if it looks too good to be true, I'm gonna think it's too good. I don't wanna be bothered. I don't wanna find out the hard way that it was too good to be true, especially when it comes to leaving the country. I've already gotten time off. I've put a couple hundred dollars into this and that's not something that I could easily walk away from. $50? I'd be pissed about it, but I can eat $50, $550. I don't want to navigate that. So in those prices where one looks less expensive than the other, you want to kind of weigh your options and look at what those options include. If it includes booking with someone that you don't feel is reliable in terms of being able to help, if you need help, Mm -hmm. then it's more expensive because you're, you're for me, that's more expensive because I'm going to be thinking about it nonstop. I'm going to be worried about it. And if I can spend more to get myself out of that space, that space, that piece of that um, mental headspace, I would much rather do that. So looking back at the Panama flights, if we open the leave, let's look at the 22nd. The 22nd is 519. So if we have that as your departure date, and let's say... The following, what is that, Monday? Yeah, 678 isn't two to, oh no, wait, they're, they're, they're fucking me up. So there we go. That's the only, see, that's the only thing. The in and out matters, right? So you saw how that just changed? Yeah. You saw how yeah. at one point it was like five and then it right. just went to eight because at one point that was your, it, the price is going to change if they are looking at it as your departure or your, from what destination basically. So Tuesday, the 23rd can show 881 day, but then if you click on it someplace else, and then it looks like if they think you're making that your arrival or depart, you're fine from different airports. So the price is going to change is the point that I'm trying to make. Exactly. Okay. So let's see, can I clear this? Question, do you think, Mm -hmm. is there a difference in price between using scanner and Google? Yes and no, because they are both aggregate websites, right? So it's kind of like going to Amazon versus going directly to Zara or going directly to Banana Republic. Amazon is going to give you an amalgamation of a whole, anybody that's going to sell you an airline ticket, they're going to populate it with those people's um, listings. If you go directly to the store, they are telling you what their price is. So Delta may charge you $500 to do this, but Expedia may charge you $475. Delta may charge you 600 for one uh, itinerary, but then you look on it, if you look on Google Flights, they will also tell you how much JetBlue will uh, charge to get you there. They'll tell you how much American, they'll tell you Qantas, they'll tell you all the different airlines that, are have, that have that itinerary. 
And from there, of course, you choose your um, your flight path. But you also have the option of, say, booking different airlines. So you could fly down with JetBlue if their one way pricing to get someplace is um, better suited to what you want to spend. And then like you could fly down Delta and come back on JetBlue. Like you don't have to do round trip with one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's another benefit to using like Google flights or Skyscanner, because I'll always use it just to figure out who has the cheapest price. I don't want to individually go to Delta, American, JetBlue and figure out how much they're going to charge. I'd rather ask Google or Skyscanner to do that work for me. And then I will choose what configuration makes the most sense for me, whether that be um, a direct flight from one carrier or another, or Mm -hmm. it being, um, just choosing a, de- a different destination altogether. So mm-hmm. in terms of Panama destination. Can we change it now to Cuba? Okay, yeah. Yeah, of course. Let's um, go back. Now, the Cuba, right, the Cuba that you went to, the, it was Havana? Yes, I did Havana. I flew into Havana. I stayed, I'll, I'll pull that up for you. I can show you the um, exact, um, I stayed in an Airbnb in um, Cuba. Okay. See, look at this date, look at that. You see that price? They just changed, the prices just changed. But keep in mind, um, you may be, let me see, 908 departure 776, Tuesday the 23rd. So let's start here. Mm-hmm. And okay. So then and then the 31st. So the 23rd to the 31st. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 762. Oh, okay. Yeah, before remember it was five five five. I believe so. And you see how you've got different prices here because you've got JetBlue, you got American. Oh. Um, oh, and you see, see there are the different options down here. Then you uh-huh. also show, uh, now it's also showing here your, your, what do you call these? Oh, Layovers. Yeah. So you've got an cool. hour and a half. What is that? Fort Lauderdale, I think. You got Miami, Miami. So, and then also consider at the way things are going now, yeah. an hour and a half for a layover, that might not be enough time for a layover now because- yeah. With right. lay not layoffs, but with people being out for COVID, exactly. shortage, staff shortages. It, it's a shit show right now. I have heard nothing but terrible things about airports. And it's not that, you know, travel isn't an option. It's just that you want to put yourself in a position to win. Don't okay. book something to stress yourself out. All so right. now try another destination then, perhaps? A different destination? Yes. Okay, since that doesn't look like everybody's got to stop. That's why we do. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't give you Cuba yeah. earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't mind to stop if it was just myself, but um, oh boy, you don't know the stress. Okay. Oh, I do. I do. I'm going to go get, buy a cup of coffee and I don't find you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's put Panama back. It's kind of like a Binksy, traveling with Binksy, how you get distracted and like, oh, you see this. Pretty things, pretty things. (laughs) That's where I get it from. Yeah. (laughs) So I get it. Right. (laughs) Oh, it's shiny. Mm -hmm. What about Aruba? I mean, just for kicks. 
Shits Shits and gigs. gigs. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just see. Wait, let me put in JFK. JFK to Aruba. And then we're going to look. Same dates. Yeah. You can read those dates. In August. So, pricing's not too terrible. Okay, yeah. Same dates look good. So, August, Tuesday, August 23rd is mm-hmm. showing departure at 642. Coming back the following Wednesday, the 31st at 619. Mm-hmm. Looking at other days, it seems to be about standard. So let's hit done. Okay. All right. Round trip each person is so okay. But look at what's look at what's going on again. See? Your 642 is the best price, right? However, you still have an hour and 30 minutes. Where's CLT? Is that Cincinnati? Uh, Charlotte. All right. Yeah don't want to do that so and that's not that's not long enough for a layover an hour and a half with complications is going to feel like 15 minutes you know if you're delayed whatever um you've got non-stop options however look at the cost so JetBlue has a non-stop for 869 however that doesn't include a carry-on either so you would have to still spend more money for your luggage okay. even if you do a carry-on you you gotta you gotta pay for that now uh you can scroll down don't think that these are your only options you get a little bit lower mm-hmm. and also i like looking at this prices are currently low they usually do a little all right you know mm-hmm. let's see 110 um see here it's the prices are better but two stops we're not doing two stops that's too much oh, Lord, two stops one you. stop non-stop you're not spending a thousand dollars a person no um yeah so JetBlue for panama is looking like your best option at this point right um now mind you if you really wanted to be like nuts and bolts really get into it and mm-hmm. Mm. try to put in different days for different airlines and see because some airlines will give you a carry-on then also consider what perks do you have do you have a credit card that allows you to fly with a free bag um do you have points that allow you to upgrade for free like if you have a jet blue card or if you have an amex or any kind of card that allows you to upgrade your flight using points whatever loyalty programs all that shit that's something to think about. Also, this way you can still opt for the least expensive option and then, you know, make it work for you. So at this point, that's your option, Ma. You got the 869. Right. That would be the one. But that's like we haven't even built an uh, all-inclusive resort yet. I don't know why y'all insist on all-inclusives, but... <laughs> Your father's like, he'd rather just go and just be able to eat <laughs> and not shop and eat. I don't, that's true. I hear you. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I just wanted to point out here, when you mm-hmm. click on one of the options, they'll mm-hmm. often, like when you're still in Google Flights here, right? When you right. click on an option for your flight, let's say you wanted to do this one. Right. It's telling you right here that it's often delayed by 30 minutes. Whatever leg uh-huh. of the trip this yeah. is, and you yep. only had a what uh, layover? Let me put this back. Yeah, up. Oh, this was nonstop. Oh, so that was a better option. Nonstop, 
I could be delayed. I don't really mind because I don't have to do anything once I get on. You just got to hope that they don't cancel the flight or delay it to the point where, you know, you miss accommodations and stuff. But that's out of your hands. You can't do any extra planning that makes that. Well, partial lie. The extra planning you can do is choosing the first flight in the day. First flight in the day, they say, is usually the one not can't, you know, it's the least likely to be canceled. That's Correct. Right. The least likely to be canceled, the least likely to be oversold, the least likely to be overbooked. I don't remember what the most recent article I read was, but there were a couple of really good points. And it were points that like I'd already known, but the way that the author had um, the explanations to it, which is like, okay, that's a better reasoning than the reason why I thought. I like going early because I want to optimize my time in a destination. But the way she, um, I don't want to say justified, but her reasoning behind leaving earlier was because that flight, if it does get canceled, you have more options throughout the day. You're more likely to find another flight that will get you where you're going versus booking a flight that's the last one of the evening. And if that get canceled, you are either figure it out at that point. Um, so next. All right. Next choice. Uh, hold on. This a whole uh uh-uh. this is your payment for me doing all this work. You're going to sit through this episode with me. Hold on. I'm going to finish the explanations. You're retired. You ain't got nothing to do. Tell her y'all she ain't got nothing to do. This y'all episode. So <laughs> that's your options for the flight. I don't know. What was the other point I wanted to make? Mm-hmm. Oh, here. Okay. Let me see if they do the same thing. See, yeah. Down here, they did the same thing. This second leg of it says that it's often delayed. So Given that piece of information, if you really wanted to risk it, if you're a gambler, you could say, all right, well, if that's an hour and 30 minute layover, the flight's already generally delayed. So I technically might almost have two hours to get from wherever I land to this one. But if gambling is your thing, go with God. It's not mine. But um, one of the, that's just wanted to mention that if you drop down the itineraries in Google flights, it will generally give you a breakdown as to whether or not that, whether or not that flight is on time or delayed, and that can help you make your decision as well. So you kind of got, Ma, this is the question, you kind of understand like how to search for a flight to go where you want to go at this point, right? You can go to yeah. Skyscanner, look at some options and see where all in the world is there to go and how much roughly is it to go? Because sometimes I don't have a clue. Where, there's no place I don't want to see. So I don't necessarily have a list of like five places that I'm trying to get to in a certain amount of time. I just right. want to know where, what's available at the best price. Once you kind of have a couple of places to choose from, you can move it from Skyscanner and go to Google Flights or you can use Skyscanner, see what the options, the different airlines, the carriers that are. And also it's not always just the carrier, like the airline. A lot of um, Skyscanner options will be those third-party apps like Hopper and a lot of other places that I've never heard of. So while Skyscanner gives you a bunch of information, um, it's always going to, like, you got to weigh your options. Google Flights, in my experience, has only ever given me airlines to book with. I want to say all the way at the bottom, sometimes in certain instances, I feel like it does give something else. But I, I don't remember what that instance is, and I'm not really going to look for it. So you're pretty set. You can kind of tinker around with this on your own. You feel comfortable, like Skyscanner, Google Flights, you know how to put it in and kind of find a destination. Sure. Let me test myself on my phone. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. So my 
the now another spot that you can check for is Expedia. Expedia will also do it all. You can do flights, you can do packages, you can do all that jazz. I'm going to check packages with you at the end. Um, flights, let's see. I don't usually go to these good folks here because they don't really do the option. I'm not familiar with Expedia doing the, um, you know what, let's try, no, Panama City, that's it. They don't do um, like the pricing options. You just gotta know when you wanna go. That's what I don't particularly care about, care for uh, with Expedia in terms of Expedia being my first stop to do a lot of searching. I don't go to Expedia until I know definitively either where I'm going or what dates I'm going because it doesn't give me the flexibility of getting information for different um, for different dates without committing to those dates. I don't want to have to plug it in each time to figure it. Like I don't want to have to move it around and configure like a Rubik's cube. You know, you got to put in, you got to play around with it, and I don't want to do that. I hear you. Okay. Um, so actually, since we're here, let's just go to packages where it'll give stay and flight. So we're looking at JFK to Panama. Let's just put in your dates. You were looking at the end. Let's put in the 23rd to the 30th mm -hmm. of August. One room, two travelers economy search. Let's see what this pops up with. Confusing because it we put in all inclusive on um, not yet. Oh, we did. You can't but, do yeah, but that that wasn't an option until you actually get into your search. Uh -huh. Like you can't um, search it from there. That's a filter. So, um, mm -hmm, that uh, let's see. So, I hate that it does that. All right, so it changed it from JFK to just New York, and that'll probably give you Newark. It'll give you LaGuardia. Those mm -hmm. are options. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go back and make sure that it is specifically choosing JFK. Now you can save money a lot of times when you choose the airport, when you switch up the airport, different right. airports may have better uh, priced options for you. Mm -hmm. uh, boom, you see down right here, it says all inclusive. So right. back to the note about all inclusives. Um, I get cruise life. I don't want to think about nothing. I pop up, everything's taken care of for me. I don't like doing that because for me, that strips me of options. I feel as if you're just giving me what you want to give me. And if I don't like that, I've already paid for it. And that's what bothers me about all inclusives. You get it all inclusive and you get there and the breakfast that's included is a continental breakfast. Like I don't want cereal. Right. Or, well, I didn't you know, yeah, you explained that. Yeah, before I remember that. And but question: mm -hmm. you see this little infinity sign right here. Yeah, and it's all said, inclusive. What, what yes. does that mean? Just what you said. All inclusive. That means oh, it's food mm -hmm. and drinks. And it says it right here. All inclusive. This okay. that's like this location in particular does offer an all inclusive option. Another note. Not all properties will necessarily advertise themselves as all-inclusives, but that right. does not mean that they don't have an all-inclusive option. When I went to Bermuda, I didn't know they had all-inclusive options. I found that out after I'd already gotten there and, you know, spent money for three days. Right. But the people that were there 
were very helpful. They gave me that information. He told me, well, all right, we'll talk to the manager, see if he'll retroactively add today for you because you needed like a certain amount of time that you had to be there um, in order to get the all-inclusive option. They were able to take care of me and that worked out perfectly for me in that instance. Another time I did all-inclusive and it did not work for me was in Costa Rica. The Mm -hmm. food that was included was trash. Now, um, I had been to the restaurant once for breakfast. Like the breakfast was great. The right. breakfast was incredible. You know, it's a, it's fruit and jams and butters and juices. Beautiful. But then for the dinner, it was like dry ass spaghetti. You know what I mean? It was, oh, it, yeah. it was spaghetti and like a veal. It felt like a school lunch. Um, <laughs> And if you wanted something else off the menu, you could, but then you had to pay for that. And so now I'm paying twice for meals. You see what I'm saying? This is my issue with all inclusives. I also feel like you can save yourself money by just buying your own food, going to restaurants because one, you're on vacation, go see some shit, go outside. Why are you staying? That's another thing I feel about resorts. I want to experience the place that I'm going. So I would much rather um, explore. I'd rather go to a food truck. I'd rather go to a restaurant. I'd rather take local recommendations as opposed to um, maybe a night or two. Yes, do want to stay on the resort or nearby, but you can also spend less money. A lot of times when you leave the very touristy areas, whether it be a 15 minute walk or a 10 minute Uber, you can get yourself someplace where you can find less expensive food options that are generally better than the touristy shit they sell you when you're in the touristy um, areas. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you are at a resort, it's a touristy Mm -hmm. area. That's not even a spoiler. I hope that you would kind of know that. Road trips give you the flexibility of taking the most control of your itinerary. No airline delays or cancellations. You can sit in your own germs and move at your own pace. Whether you're looking for family friendly or something romantic, history and heritage, or a foodie's delight, I've got you covered. Choose your trip based on the vibe or the distance you feel like driving. This pack includes DC, Philly, Hartford, Burlington, and Montreal. All destinations are a few hours from New York City, so they're perfect for anyone along the East Coast to tap into. The download also includes a packing list, pre-trip car prep guide, and a playlist of travel and shit road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. Head over to travelandshippodcast.com slash travel resources slash road trip to download your copy and take the stress of planning and packing off the table while you focus on the road. Um, But, and also some of these that say all inclusive really just give you a breakfast. (laughs) That's another thing. You got to look at what their all-inclusive actually includes. Is this looking at the infinity thing? So the infinity must mean everything. So not no. And see, that's not necessarily the case. Let's look. Let's look Uh and see. Um, Let's just choose this one randomly. So, but look, peep game. Look at what it's telling you. It's twelve sixty-eight per traveler. This includes flight and your stay. Your trip total is two fifth, um, 2,537 dollars, 2537. Right. Now that is on Expedia. It is right. a package where they will offer you your flights and they will offer you your accommodations. 
Now, let's just randomly go with this one, right? I don't right. like clicking the ads. Oh, no, no. Look, look at the, and that's another thing. Look at the rating. 3.8 out of five. It's good. Uh-huh. And it's got almost 600 reviews. That's not good enough for me. Picture's cute. It could yeah. actually be an incredible stay. Reviews aren't always right. A lot of things are subjective. Y'all can have a really great like host or something when you get there and whatever. But check this one out. This is wonderful. 4.6 out of five. Okay. Wonderful. 846. Look at the price. Bong. Way different, right? 698 right. per traveler includes flight and stay. Your trip total is only 1395. Now let's go to filters. Let's try to make this a little bit easier for you to get through. Let's start with sort by price. Let's still start from, sometimes they let you choose from low to high or high to low. Depending on how I'm feeling, I like going from high to low, but it also depends on where you are. Sometimes you go some places where everything is inexpensive. So it's just like, oh shit, I got it. Let's go to the highest and work our way down. Okay. Uh, you know, so we're going to leave it by price. And then you also on the left side of the screen here. Also, sometimes it's helpful to use the map because look at this, right? I wanted, I wanted something on the beach. Yeah. That's another thing to keep in mind. You can find the perfect property and it ends up not being pro- uh, perfect because it doesn't give you the options that you want it. Why is this not loading? Is this you or me, computer? Uh, mine. Okay, like- here we go. Okay, I had to go smaller. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not even popping up. Where are they? They're taking their time. Okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. So all of these are basically landlocked. Right. None of them are on the water. Uh, let's see. Uh, scroll the other way, get a little closer. Okay, here we go. So this area in general is going to have your properties closer to the beach. But people were already at there are 19 of them here. So it looks like this is probably like, okay, because it's by the Panama Canal. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. This place here, it's already 662. That's going to average, I want to say that's per night, by the way. Right. These are your yeah. nightly costs. Right. So we're going to go a little bit further in. So let's see, we'll go back to that one that said it was five something. I mean, y'all are mobile, so you can walk to the hotel. That's, I mean, to the beach. Um, let's try this guy, 525. That doesn't even look nice. It's no. not. 3.3. Uh, oh. Let's see what that one is. 479. Now that does that. That looks like. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a hostel. Okay. Yeah. It looks like all them hotels on the conduit will pass. All the ones on Rockaway yeah. also pass. Let's see. Look Let's see with this 635 one. See, that's beautiful, right? 4.1. Still ain't that great. It's very good. They got the nerve to be very good. How but, far um, in the water? Okay, pause. I was wrong. So the 635, that was not per night. That was per traveler. You see? 635 here is showing per travel. It includes flight and stay. And the trip total here is uh, 1269. Yeah, 1269. So that, but I don't like that rating. So let's scroll you back. Let's see what this one looks like. Oh, oh, what? 
that doesn't look too Scary. inviting. Yeah, this one is 618. Um, yeah, that's not really doing it for me. So we're going to nix on the map option. And let's go back and just try and see if we can choose filters. So bomb, popular filters here, all inclusive, check. We're gonna, girl, I said check. No, but it won't. Okay. Um, bomb, it's repopulating here. Okay. All right, so you got flexible here. Now remember, these are, the dates are fixed because we're on Expedia. Right. So oh. it's only searching during, you know, no. the, the times that we have selected. Oh, but you didn't put in direct flights. I saw that. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Um, yeah. You don't know yet what your, your flight itinerary is looking like. Uh, let me see if it that... says right here, you see um, up to the top here, roll up, go up right before search. See direct flights only. Oh, yep. Good call. Okay, so let's put that in and see if that makes any difference. Search. It should, I mean, there were quite a few to Panama, so you should have, yeah, there we go. Good call, Ma. Um, so on Expedia here, you can opt to mm -hmm. choose a direct flight only in terms of your package. Um, updated that, updated all inclusive, guest rating. Let's just, can I choose more than one? It's mm -hmm. looking like a no. A what? More than what? I wanted to see if I could choose more than one guest rating. Like if I could choose four and fives. Oh, I but, um, yeah, because I don't want threes, but the right four might be I, you know? So no, mm -hmm. that's giving very restrictive options. So I'm going to leave it for any. Okay. And we will filter a different way. A lot of times they will let you choose something that is beach property, beachfront, ocean mm -hmm. view. So I'm trying to find that option for you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can also choose by neighborhood. Panama City is the option that will give you some beaches, blah, 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 location, see more, meal plans available, breakfast, lunch, mm -hmm. dinner. Um, we already clicked all inclusive uh amenities i ocean view is cool but that's not the same as beachfront or airport, beach property airport shuttle so let me um let's revisit my barcelona trip airport shuttle included call them first because this is exactly how i got fucked over a couple oh, years ago i ended yeah. up booking an accommodation strict like specifically because it had an airport shuttle i it was non-refundable so I booked the trip and after I booked, I called a couple of days before I was supposed to arrive to schedule the airport. And then they told me there is no shuttle. You have to take a taxi. That ended up being a $95 taxi one way. Whoa. So I would have been better off just spending the extra $100, $150 to stay in the city. And I would not have had to pay the taxi right. to and from four times. So. Be careful with your your choice, like certain things, if they are going to make or break the price you spend on something, if they're very important to you, always confirm with the property before you decide to put money down on a, you know, something, especially if it's non-refundable. Right. Um, so free airport shuttle is cool and all, but let's choose that, see what happens. 
I wish they would just let me choose all of them at one time. Yeah. Um, ocean view, kitchen, free Wi-Fi. Another thing, you guys have to consider whether or not you want to, you have to call your cell phone provider and see yeah. where your phone works Look. because that could make, like, whether or not, most places always have Wi-Fi. Yeah. However, if you don't, you got to remember that if you do not have on your cell phone that you can make international calls, you need right. to make it so that you can only use your phone while on Wi-Fi. And if right. that's the case, especially if you're staying like at an Airbnb and if you're out of the country, period, you don't want to just assume that a property has Wi-Fi. You want to make sure that that's something you confirm beforehand, especially if Wi-Fi is going to be your only means of communication with, you know, your family back home. Um or your entertainment, because if for whatever reason, all the channels are, say, in Spanish, Portuguese, French, whatever, and you decide, let me just go on my phone and watch it, like, let me log into my own Netflix or Hulu. One, just because it's on your phone or your device does not mean that that is going to change the language because it is just going to pick up the signal of where you are and it's going to broadcast whatever you know, is there. So when I was in Guadalupe, the Netflix there was a lot of it was in French. There were a whole bunch of shows I'd never even heard of because it was giving me French Netflix. So yeah. VPNs, if that is something that yeah. you are particular mm -hmm. about, that's for another conversation. Not here with my mom because she ain't about that. I didn't want to do that. Not spot. I'm trying to find you beach resort here. Um, so we'll give you ocean. Yeah, it's not even yeah there's no beachfront and i've seen a search that does have beachfront but this ain't it so let's just search this way we'll go by price from lowest see look and that's nope. another thing that'll happen sort by price all-inclusive free airport shuttles no matches so it's looking like none of these properties have the airport shuttles so we'll take off the airport shuttle yeah i'm just gonna have to take a taxi yeah. Um, I didn't like that rating. Weston is great, but that's a $4,000 trip. Um, and so those were the two options here. Now you see how that limited your options here. Only the two of them popped up. And I want to tell you that that's because you included all inclusive. That's the problem that I was having this morning when I was trying to find you guys an all inclusive uh, resort. Right. So mm -hmm. the, the distinction is even if it offers all-inclusive it doesn't just because it's not an all-inclusive property doesn't mean that it doesn't have an all-inclusive option so you can right. take all-inclusive off if it's important to you you can always just choose a hotel that has a restaurant on the grounds that's as close to all-inclusive as you can get because you can still just go downstairs right like you know what i mean like you've got you're going to eat you're going to eat Mm -hmm. So let's wait. Let me see if I could do price and. But if you go back, I would like to just look at that property that was the first uh, the one that was okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Never mind. We don't have to look at that. Good. Um, I'm trying to find some place that actually has a decent rating because these prices are great. But look at these Rating's three, 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 four. Yeah. Trash. I'm not letting y'all stay nowhere like that. And see, everywhere says free Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. Another thing that's important read the reviews. You want to see if Wi-Fi is important to you or if it's someplace that you say have to work for a day or two or you need to have certain access or whatever. Read the reviews. Most people will let you know if the Wi-Fi was trash. Um, same thing with the air conditioner. You're in a different country. It's Panama. It's going to be fucking hot. So 
You want someplace that's going to have air conditioning. Um, and if for whatever reason, something doesn't work in your room, always bring it to the attention of the staff. Let them upgrade you. You pay for this. Let them move you. Let them comp you with something. Don't just sit there and suffer. This is giving exceptional, but through a fuse, and it's still a hostel. So that's enough. These are all, so this is one way to look at, and I mind you, again, as another note, this was packages. So let's just randomly choose one just so that we can see what the next part is. This is hotel, corral, suites, free Wi-Fi, air conditioned pool, fully refundable property, 4.5 out of five, excellent, 747 reviews, 735 per traveler, includes flight and stay, total is 1470. So let's see what this happens in terms, just so we can see what your flight options are in Expedia. Mm -hmm. It gives you a whole bunch of pictures, blah, 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 it's a room. I want to scroll down. Okay, yeah, now it's giving you all of the different um, little, the deets about the property. Mm -hmm. Here's a, not a plot twist, but a pro tip. If you are ever looking for something to do, Expedia does a good job of giving you um, explore the area right here. Right. right. And yeah. this way, if you don't know what is interesting to you, all right, Panama, I don't know anything about Panama, but the Panama Canal. So this will say, all right, well, this is interesting. This is interesting. These are things that are near the location that you're staying. And it will also tell you, boom, how far are you from the, ho from the airport? Mm -hmm. That's another thing that even if I'm not going to use Expedia to book, a lot of times I will put in a property or a destination into Expedia just for this information. I want to know how far someplace is like a certain city or um, a like if you can find the address for one place, but it's not the one that you're staying at, put it together. You can find out how long it'll take you to get from the airport to where you're going to stay, as well as things in the area that you could either walk to or you can drive to. That'll let you know, one, do I need to rent a car? And two, what am I expecting to pay in terms of Uber costs? That's another thing that I enjoy about reviews because some I know Airbnb, I will use the reviews because a lot of people will also put, it was a $70 Uber from the airport to the, the place that we're staying. So mm -hmm. reviews are important for that. Scroll, right. scroll, scroll. These are your options in terms of the room. They'll let you know if it's plus 31, no cost. Let's just say, I'm going to reserve nothing. Um, also, details about what's going on. A lot of times, if you go through here, you may see something that is interesting to you and say, huh, didn't know that was a thing. I want to make sure I am close to that. So even if I don't choose this property, now I know this is an option. I will look in the surrounding area. Um, okay, there's a restaurant 15 minutes away. It also gives you stuff to do. I'm looking to see where it says the um the flight part there's more information definitely read all those policies and stuff right right because that's going to also make or break your decision let's just choose a room let's see let me see if it actually makes me reserve it perfect so let's see now we're going to the flights and what's really cool about Expedia is, remember, all of that is in, included in your price. So yep. if you want a different option for your flight, you do have the option of just paying more. So in terms of not spending any more money, 
these are your only options. So you have to choose one of the three or pay the extra money. So if you don't want, this is a 2.15 a.m. flight, 9.52, 3.30 p.m. When I was looking at you for you guys earlier, I had chosen this one, the 9.52. Right. A.m.? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I prefer getting there in the morning so that I have the whole day. This is nonstop. It's a five and a half hour flight. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, yeah. See, and that's another thing I'm not a fan of. You have you to pay, pay more to choose your flight, to choose your seat. So for five and a half hours, you y'all might want to sit together. So at this point, you don't have that option. Um, right. You can't cancel it. you got to pay to make changes. It does include a personal item, though. I don't know if that personal item is a carry-on, though. So you'd have to go to Copa. Right huh? Look at right there. Carry-on included. Okay, perfect. Perfect. That's another thing that you have to be careful of. Personal items are not a carry-on. Personal item is your pocketbook. The personal item is like the 12 by 12 inch thing that slides under the seat in front of you. Yeah. And if you try to do like the backpack and then like purse kind of thing, depends on who's at the gate, they may flag it and then you got to pay for it and yeah. nobody yeah. wants to do all of that. So you do have a carry on on this one, but you got to pay for the seat ch- choice. If that doesn't matter to you, this might be a great option. So that's just the flight there. And then let's just choose that one and let's see what the flight back is looking like. You only have the one option in order to come back and not spend any money. You'd have a 7.30 flight and you'd be back in New York at 1.52. Is a 7.30 flight the end of the world? What? I'm just looking at, I see what you're saying, where it says plus zero, this is what's included in the package. Okay, I did, I was trying to figure out what are these numbers? Okay, Mm -hmm. I got it. So if you wanted a different flight, you, you can absolutely for, get another flight, but you got to pay the extra. Okay. That's not quoted in that price that they gave you. Exactly. So, okay. it, I mean, 7.30 a.m. flight is not the biggest deal in the world, but what you got to consider is if you booked someplace because it had a flight, um, an airport shuttle, airport yeah. shuttles don't necessarily operate until 9 or 10. 24 hours. Right. Exactly. Um, you got to consider if they only operate from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., your flight has to be someplace in there. This ain't getting you there. If you if it's a 7.30 flight, you want to be there, what, 5.30? The late, you know the what I mean? Latest, right. Yeah, and that's cutting it close because it's international. Right. But I find that when you are flying international, sometimes like the smaller airports, you don't necessarily need the whole three hours to get there in advance. But you got to call the audible. You got to play it by what you see when you land there you can get a sense of what the airport is looking like are there only you know the two desks to check in or check out that's it is it like a block long that's their entire airport like what are you working with and use that to make your decision in terms of how long you should like your window should go and also ask people that are at the hotel or your airbnb host whichever you choose so that is something for you to um consider when you're booking your, um, especially your return flight, because you want to make sure that if you need an Uber or something, or if you're taking the train, are the trains going to run? Are Is public transportation running during the hours that you would need it to get you to the airport? If your flight is 7.30, that's cool, but you need a train or a taxi or something that is going to be operating at 5, 5.30 in the morning so that you can get to your 7.30 flight. That is also something that you have to keep in mind. This is another thing, blah, 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 same thing carry on included select this should 
total it up, reviewed the trip, and you should be able to um, see everything right. in the end here. Review your trip, right? Okay. Let's see what pop ups. So, what pops up? This is all your information here. This is the hotel. There's no can uh, fee to cancel within 24 hours of booking. Nice to know. This is the information about your flight, blah, 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 blah. Um, I always like looking at what rentals are going to be in the area just for the just in case. But, um, oh no, this is just airport transportation. Bunk. So $100 round trip, $80 round trip. You can do a standard car kind of thing. Um, I also look up whether or not they have Uber in that country and whether that's an option because I personally would rather just Uber something because I can see who the driver is. I don't have to necessarily speak the language because it's in the app. Um, so yeah, this is your option here. It breaks all your pricing down for you. Um, this is per traveler twice. This is the total trip savings. I don't know why you've got trip savings. Money into book. Oh yeah. So $44.75. According to Expedia, that's all we save by booking the two of them together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something's better than nothing. If that's your bag, go for it. Um, I personally uh, don't really like doing it that way, but that's your total. And then you would go on to finalize everything from there. So Expedia has options for doing the package deal. That's what it looks like. That's how I navigate booking it. Um, Google Flight, Skyscanner, the two different apps that I use in terms of figuring out from jump where I want to go, how much I want to, how much I need to spend to get there. Um, so overall, that's how I've been going about this booking your trip. Now you can see what I've been doing. Do you right. have any questions? Can you do this yourself? I probably could. I mean, I just, yes, you give me scanner, Google flights, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And Expedia. Okay. But Expedia is not on this computer and that's what I need to get because it's on my phone. It's, it's a, it's the website. They all have, um, websites. Yeah, you I, don't have to use the app. I, like I was saying to you earlier in terms okay. of apps, I personally prefer the user interface for Skyscanner on my phone. Versus on the computer, I understand it better on the phone. So that's something that you might want to try, which works better for you. Um, I know Expedia also does offer certain um, discounts um, and like little bonuses when you book with the app. So if you do decide to book through Expedia, I would, you know, opt to use the app for that reason in particular. But Mm -hmm. I will absolutely help you because you my mama. I'm going to definitely help you. But at least this way you can, ex- you see what I'm talking about when I tell you, right, right. don't fly this day. Let's go for this day. Yeah. Right. Wednesday works better for you, but you're going to spend $400 a piece. Exactly. more. So exactly. I wanted to make sure that was clear and mm-hmm. also give you the tools for the most part to figure it out on your own and then tap me on the shoulder and, you know, I can jump in and clarify things for you, give you more options or more suggestions of different ways to go. Um, that's essentially what I wanted the episode to be about, guys. My, I'm going to pause on you and I'll jump back with you for a second. But in a nutshell, when somebody asks me to help them with a flight or with a trip in general, this is why I don't do it because there's so many different variables to making decisions in terms of booking a trip. I'm not, this is your money. I don't, I don't spend other people's money. Never been my bag. Actually, I don't even spend my man's money. 
I, I don't. It's just I don't spend other people's money. So knowing how much you want to spend, knowing how much you and then knowing how much you want to spend isn't just a, a price point, right? It's not just saying I have a $2,000 or a $3,000 budget. It's knowing where you want most of that money to go. If you would rather spend big money on your accommodations and you don't mind taking 12 hours to get five hours away, but you know that you need a five-star accommodation with a balcony, beach view, and 24-hour pool access, that's where your money's going to go. So me choosing the best flight itinerary and then just giving you a room that is to my standards, but not yours, that ain't going to work. So there are... These are my three go-tos, Expedia, Skyscanner, Google. They help me navigate the different realms of things that I'm looking to get information on in terms of deciding on a trip. Um, so flights, Google flights, flights, I'll also use Skyscanner. Expedia, I tend to just use for properties in terms of pricing things, as well as destination information. Things to do in the area, how far is the airport, um, I am hands down an Airbnb girl. I know everybody has their feelings about Airbnb. Maybe I'll make that another episode, but I enjoy Airbnb because for me, it just works with how I like to travel. But that is for you to decide. And don't forget that travel is more than vacation. Don't let yourself get too caught up in the minutia of the trip. Remember what the feel of the trip you want is. What are your intentions? What are you going for? Do you need to just kind of like detach from everything and relax? Are you going to explore? Do you want to be in the city? Do you want to walk around? Do you want to, you know, engage in community activities in terms of like going to restaurants, museums? Do you want history? Do you want nature? Do you want to be by a park? Do you want to be by free activities and things to do? Doesn't need to be kid friendly. These are all things that you need to consider outside of just being someplace. Figure out what it is that you want to do when you get there so that you can navigate the choosing of the places a little bit easier. Stay in the location that is closest to the things that you're most interested in doing so that you don't either spend time getting back and forth places that you could have gotten to in a five minute walk or a 10 minute Uber versus spending $75 to go one way because you decided to stay someplace further away, but trying to save money. So you're not really saving money if you end up spending it in a different area to do the same thing, if that makes sense, right? So if I wanna go to a particular museum, it doesn't make sense for me to stay an hour away from the museum because I'm just going to have to get myself to the museum and that's going to cost time and it's going to cost money. If, it, if I'm okay taking a train or if the Ubers are very inexpensive and I don't mind wasting an hour back and forth, by all means, do you. I personally would rather spend a little bit more and stay closer to the museum so that I have more of my own time to do what I wanna do with and I don't have to spend money. It's all about the spends, your time and your money. So consider what you have the capacity for. If you know that you are stressed and want to de-stress, you might not want to really be in the midst of hustle and bustle and everybody's regular work week. So you may want to choose a destination that'll put you on the beach where you can be kind of remote. Or I know one of the places we considered going was... Um, I cannot remember the destination, but I remember, oh, we were looking to go to Mexico, that Mexico trip that wasn't. We were not going to stay in Cozumel or Playa del Carmen. We were going to stay in a much smaller beach town, 
way more remote, not from all of the hippity hoppity, rah, 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 touristy stuff. It was going to be further away. And that's what we wanted to do. I was cool with waking up every day, going to the beach, going to the little beach bar with food and drinks, and then going back home. That was it. That was cool. So it didn't matter that we weren't near culture, you know, popular restaurants, museums, and all that jazz, because that's not what we were looking to do. Those are things to consider when you're looking at price. Don't forget that your time is also very important. So factor that into your cost as well. And that's not just in terms of the cost of the destination, that's the cost of your flights. Do you want to deal with layovers? Do you want to risk a short layover while we all, you know, nobody wants to wait in an airport for four hours so that we can get, especially in like Miami, Florida, Atlanta, Charlotte, you know, like you're not doing anything. You're not leaving the airport, right? So no, you don't want to spend four hours just sitting there. But again, you also don't want to have a delayed flight from your departure airport that will um, risk you missing your connecting flight to your destination, right? So you want a longer layover for that reason in particular, because consider, again, the environment that we are currently traveling in, COVID hasn't gone anywhere. It is still a very big playing factor, and there are plenty of um, disruptions in travel because of such. Um, also, depending on where, when you're going, hurricane season, all it takes is a thunderstorm or a lightning storm to really put a, um, a series of delays. And that's another thing. They tend to accumulate throughout the day. So while a 15-minute delay with one flight happens, that might turn into a 30-minute delay for the next flight. And now two flights later, four flights later, you're looking at a three-hour delay. So things compound. You don't, that's another reason why you want to take an earlier flight. Um, what was the other point I wanted to make before I go to dinner? Um, in terms of the, um, the flight, you also want to consider whether or not you want to make it a longer trip or a shorter trip. Like if you have to get where you got to go, I know another, I got to find the link to that article. I feel like if I find it, I will absolutely add it to the description box. But another thing that they had um, mentioned was if you have to be someplace, like if you're going for a funeral, a wedding, a conference or something that an event that is important to you, it may be worth it to get there a day earlier or to like get there first thing in the morning if it's an evening thing or the night before, if it's like a daytime or a morning time thing. Um, this way you give yourself some space for things to go wrong. Um, so layovers, uh, consider cancellations and options that may arise. Don't forget that you need to check to make sure that you can bring a carry-on. Carry-on and personal items are not the same. Um, whether or not you need to choose your seat, it is not up to flight staff, gate agents to accommodate you and your friends or your loved ones sitting together because you didn't want to spend the money on your seat. If you want to sit on the window, if you want to sit on the aisle, pay for it. Or if it doesn't matter, or if you want to gamble, absolutely just, I remember where the article was. I want to say, uh, again, I'm always referring y'all to Gabby. Gabby of um, Paxlight, I believe it was an article she wrote. So I'll double check and I'll include it in the um, description box. But first thing in the morning so that you've got all day for shit to go wrong. 
If you need to be someplace, consider getting in the day before or so, so that, and again, if you do that, consider you got to pay for an extra night of accommodations. So there are a lot of things to consider. And this is, again, another reason why I do not book trips for people. That is not something I am interested in navigating. But uh, I hope walking y'all through, well, I hope having you guys here to, you know, see the walkthrough with my mama. Thank you, mama, for your patience. And, uh, you know, oh, here, stop, share. Uh, for your you. patience and being my... Um, my guinea pig here, but um, yeah. So if I understand, yeah. I hope it made sense. And if you guys do have any questions, no, I'm not booking it for you, but absolutely send me your questions. I am always open to questions. You can send me an email at dcarry at travelandshippodcast.com. I will absolutely clarify something. I will send you a link to something. Um, I'm good with the questions. I'm just not going to do it for you. I hold your hand. I'll encourage you. I'm a great cheerleader. I'm going to give you a tap on the shoulder. But um, it's once you get into it, once you get a feel for what works for you, and that's another thing, this is what works for me. There are a thousand different ways to do this whole trip booking thing. You got to find out what works for you and for how you enjoy traveling. So I hope that my method is helpful if you didn't have anywhere to start or if what you were doing wasn't working. Um, Ma, we'll figure out this trip for you at some point, but now you've got the gist of it. You can see what yeah. I was working with and what I was trying to explain to you this morning that may not have been, you know, coming through in the text message. So, yeah. all right, guys, Ma, you hold on. I'll talk to you in a minute. And I appreciate y'all for listening. And I, oh, I forgot the announcement. So I sent the email to, um, yeah. everybody on the, um, mailing list, but a little drum roll which i've gotten much better at i used to really suck at that i'm doing a live episode that is the that's the news yay oh you got to be here for the the announcement mom that's cool um so i'm doing a live episode it'll be myself it'll be wanda of black women travel podcast shira of uh black girl world traveler and namery of taji magazine we'll be having a Baldwin episode conversation um i want to say it was episode 181 I discussed how literature influences my travels. And there was a particular essay by James Baldwin, um, what it means to be an American. There's a more detailed title to it, but the truncated version is, oh, I think it's called The Discovery of What It Means to Be American. Um, absolutely loved the essay. And it really got my gears turning. It really got me thinking about a lot of shit, specifically my experience of Blackness and where Blackness falls on the hierarchy of self. How do I in my um, experience of myself, where does being black fall? How much of me being a black woman is tied into my personal identity? And how do I allow, not allow, but how do I, how does that influence and shape how I navigate home and while I'm abroad? So that was a conversation that I didn't necessarily want to have on my own. I wanted to have that conversation with women that are not just um, entrepreneurs, digital nomads that support themselves, but have the capacity to do so all over the world. Both Wanda, Nay, and Shira are all Black women entrepreneurs, and they are in different stages and different places in the world. Uh, I want to say Wanda is someplace in like Eastern Europe. Shira is mobile. I don't know where sis is right now. 
and Nay is here with me in New York, but also has the potential to be any fucking where in the world. So I definitely wanted to have these voices of people that have had the opportunity to think on, because we've all been Black our whole lives, but how that experience being American born has played out in our travels, especially as women who have the capacity to travel at a more relaxed pace. Whereas when I travel, I'm only going for a week. Those are my restrictions, right? But when you are a digital nomad, you've got the luxury of being able to be in a space for three weeks at a time. You can stay for a month. You can stay for two years. You can stay for whatever amount of time it is you decide to stay. And that being said, you also, I believe, have a different lens that you view things from. It's one thing to know I am starting and ending on these dates. Let's have at it. And it's another thing to say, hey, I can do this as slowly as I want to do. I can navigate more of the country. I don't have to restrict myself to one or two cities. And those are different ways to travel. And I absolutely think that that matters in how you um, perceive and interact with the people of an area. So that's not a conversation I could have by myself. And I couldn't have asked for better guests to have said conversation with. So that being said, it'll be on August the, no, it'll be Sunday, August 21st at 10 a.m. And um, it's free, it's virtual, pull up, but I can't have the conversation without you. I would definitely want my audience to be here to engage with us. There will be time for questions. And I also want to hear how you, the listener, because y'all are global also, y'all ain't all just American. Shout out to all the different countries. Every once in a while, I look at the, um, the analytics. Who would have thunk in a lot of places? y'all are listening. So I definitely want my international audience to tune in. And that's another reason why we chose the time we did. This will be Eastern Standard Time, but hopefully that time, that 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is as accommodating for the global audience as possible. So I definitely want to have y'all show up, pull up, and have a conversation with us. I'm very excited about that one. And uh, that's it. If you'd like to stay up to date on that information so that you can get the link to RSVP, because this is only available to those of you who have the link, um, sign up for the mailing list. That is also a link in the description. And I want to say that the um, it's BIT. Let me look that up for you because it is. I want to say it's bit.ly slash TNS mailer. It's right here. Yep. Mailing list. Uh, mm, I lost it. It'll be in the description, y'all. So it'll, oh, is this it? Nope, that's not. Not it? Nope. So many different links. Oh, here it is. Yep, I was right. Um, bit.ly slash TNS mailer that's spelled m-a-i-l-e-r that's the short link otherwise you could just go to the description box or just go to travelshippodcast.com whichever is easier for you there are plenty of different ways for you to sign up to the mailing list so that you can get that information and so that you can rsvp for my first live show very excited about that thank you mama i love you you. and um love you too i'll talk to y'all next week bye